Good morning, everyone. Can I hear it louder? Good morning. Good morning, po. Maraming salamat po. Thank you. Well, welcome to all of you who are here on site, and of course to those who are worshiping with us, not just watching, worshiping with us online. Maraming maraming salamat po sa inyong lahat sa pag-join yon sa atin dito, no? Of worshiping God together. Iba po talaga kapag together po tayo na nag-worship. There are things that God reveals sa mga panahon na kung saan nag-worship tayo alone, but there are also great things or greater things that God reveals when we are worshiping together as God's people. May mga bagay po na nire-revealang Diyos sa'yo individually, pero sa tingin ko, pag binasa mo yung Bible, yung mga malalaking bagay, yung mga uh, major directions ay binibigay, nire-reveal ng Panginoon sa mga gantong pagkakataon where His people are gathered together. That's why we believe in this, no? even in the midst of the pandemic, as long as we are observing the safety and health protocols of the government, we will continue to gather to worship the Lord online or on-site. I'm Erwin Balanay. I'm one of the pastors here. Welcome to Victory Antipolo here at our 11 a.m. worship service. Mamaya po, meron po ulit tayo 3 p.m. Suportahan po natin yan. Yung mga kakilala natin, invite natin sila na umatin sila ng 3 p.m. mamaya po. Okay? Yung magpipreach po doon ay di hamak na mas magandang lalaki po sa akin. Okay? At magaling din po mag-preach ng salita ng Panginoon, mag-handle ng Word ni Lord. Before lang po ako mag-start, okay? Bago lang po ako mag-start, let me uh, remind you of this. Meron po tayong marriage preparation seminar. Okay? Sino po sa inyo dito, uh, online and on-site, kayo ay... Uh, Engage na to be married, okay? May nag-propose na sa inyo, sumagot na kayo ng yes, o nag-propose ka na, at sumagot na siya ng yes, then this is for you. This is the next step for you. Uh, we are inviting you. May mga dates po dyan. Ilalagay po natin. Ayan, nandiyan na. Sorry. Yan po yung mga dates natin. Tignan nyo po, at uh, nawa, maka-join po kayo sa batch na ito. Okay? And also, we want to extend this dun sa mga... Uh, nag-decide na po na magsama. Alam nyo po ba, marami pong mga ganyan ngayon sa gitna ng pandemic dahil hindi nagkikita. So, nag-decide na lamang na magsama. Do you want to honor the Lord? Do you want to please God? Now, let me tell you this. As your pastor, okay lang po ba? As your pastor, let me tell you this. If you want to honor the Lord, if you want your life to be, uh, life together, to be honoring to the Lord, to be pleasing to the Lord, not, not, not for, you're not gonna do this for the people, Okay? You're not, gonna go, you're not going to do this for the people. You're going to do this for the Lord, for the glory and honor of the Lord. There's something hap great happens when we choose to live to please God, to please the Lord. And if you want to please God, we are giving you the opportunity to please the Lord. So why don't you join us as well? You are welcome here, okay? The church should not be condemning those people, but the church should be offering options for them, you know, offering these opportunities for them. That's why here's the opportunity for you. We are now opening this to you. You can come and join us. Huwag nyo munang isipin yung pera. Okay? Huwag nyo na munang isipin yung pandemic. Alam nyo, as a pastor, I've um, officiated a lot of weddings, no? I don't know. Maybe hundreds na, I'm not sure. So, ilang taon na po ako nagpapastor. And sa akin pong karanasan, alam nyo, ang magandang wedding, ang isang magandang wedding ay yung may presensya ang Diyos. Nadudun ang Diyos at sincere yung couple na nagmamahalan at ino-honor nila si Lord. Yan ang magandang wedding. Hindi yan sa mga SDE. Alam niyo mga SDE, seven-day edit videos. Though, though are uh, good things, pero hindi po yan talaga. When you choose to honor the Lord, to please the Lord, God is pleased. And I'm telling you, wag niyo na munang problemahan niyo, pero I can tell you a lot of stories na nung nag-decide sila, alam niyo, dumating yung pera. Okay? Dumating yung pagpapala. Dumating yung venue. Wala kayong venue. Meron tayong blue room dyan. Libre na para sa inyo. How about that? Para lang mangyari na ito. Libre na. Air condition. Aayusin pa ni Pastor Del para sa inyo. Di ba? Kinumit si Pastor Del. Di ba? Wala nang problema. Di ba? Sagot ko na yung Spanish bread tsaka Coke. Okay ba yun? As a reception. Pwede na ba yun? Meron ako dating kinasal na ganun ha. Mayaman sila. Pero ang kanilang reception, ang kanilang food sa reception ay Spanish bread and Coke. Okay. Uh, trip lang naman nila yon, Pero wala, not bad, no? Masayang-masaya yon sapagkat ang mahalaga doon, presensya ni Lord, presensya ng mag-asawa nagmamahalin na honor si Lord, at yung mga very close friends. Actually, maganda nga ngayong ikasal ngayong pandemic eh. Nag-worry tayo, no? 
Actually, unang-una, mas tipid. Okay. Pangalawa, di ba? yun naman talagang essence ng marriage. Mas intimate, mas maganda. Gusto mo ba may nandudoon na hindi mo naman kilala? Di ba, mas maganda nga yung nandudoon yung talagang close tayo. So, this is really the right time. Sana naman, no? nag-invest ako ng ilang minuto. Sana, di ba? Mag-obey uh, na tayo kay Lord. Alright, okay po ba yun? Sige. Now, let me uh, proceed with the preaching of the word. Uh, we are in this series called Future Hope. Everybody say Future Hope. Okay, sa series na to, basically, yan, sa tanong na sinasagot natin, di ba, alam natin as Christians that we have, our future is uh, full of hope, no? Because of Jesus Christ. If we are in Christ, our future is definitely, ano na yun, sigurado na po yun sa piling ng Panginoon. Di ba, balang araw, kung tayo abutan na buhay pa, dito sa mundo, ay kukunin tayo ng Panginoon, inimit niya tayo sa langit, mamaya may verse tayong babasahin dyan. Yan ang ating paniniwala, no? Tayo'y mararapture, no, tayo'y aangat, lilipad na ganyan, matitira yung damit natin, kasama yung katawan natin, inimit tayo ni Jesus sa langit, at doon dadali niya tayo sa, sa kanyang piling, no? sa piling ng Panginoon, ng Ama. Now, for those naman na nauna na sa atin, pero kristyano sila, huwag kayong mag-worry. Mamaya, may babasahin tayong verse dyan. Actually, sa chapter 4 ng Thessalonians, yan po yung isa sa mga issues na in-address. Pero pinapaliwanag ko sila sa inyo na hindi naman komplikado yan, ganun lang naman ang paliwanag dyan. So, yung mga namatay na, Ang mangyayari doon, hindi natin alam kung nasan sila ngayon. No? Uh, may mga paniniwala na they're not yet in heaven because sabi ng Thessalonians, yung babasahin natin mamaya, ay yung pag-aaralan natin ngayon, ay yun kasama yun, inimit ng Panginoon, yung kanilang mga katawan. So kung kinremate, pastor, paano yun? Di ba? Wala na yung katawan. Alam niyo paniniwala ko, God is so powerful na kahit kinremate ka, kukunin ni Lord yung mga bawat parte ka, mabubuo ulit yun. Tapos yun ay kukunin sa Panginoon. I believe God is powerful. So, wala namang issue doon. Because in heaven, we are promised with uh, a glorified body. Kasama doon sa promise ng Panginoon, may glorified body tao tayo. Tignan nyo yung mga katawan nyo, medyo lumaki ba ngayong pandemic? Huwag kayong mag-alala, parehas ko, di ba? Uh, pagdating sa langit, glorified body yan. May pag-asa ako balang araw, magiging kamuha ko rin si Piolo. Okay, so may pag-asa po tayo sa Panginoon. Now, the basic question that we're answering this series, Future Hope, Yes, meron na tayong future hope sa Panginoon. Magandang hope natin sa future because of our Lord Jesus Christ, because of what He did on the cross for you and me. Now, the basic question that we're trying to answer in this series is, what do we do now? Ano lang gagawin natin ngayon? Okay, sige, ligtas ka na. Anytime may mangyari sa'yo, ligtas ka na. What do you do now? So basically, yan lang naman ang sinasabi natin dito sa series. Ano na ngayon ang gagawin natin? Para yung mga Thessalonians, yung sinusulatan ni Paul. Nakita natin doon, good example sila of this, of waiting no, as they wait for their future hope, as they wait for the promise of Jesus na actually hindi nangyari sa panahon nila. Imagine mo yun. Hindi nangyari sa panahon nila. But they just remain faithful. So what do we do now? Week one, we talk about living a life of faith. So what do we do now? We live a life of faith. Okay, we live, hindi We live a life of faith. That's what we should be doing now. We should be faithful sa ating pananampalataya sa Panginoon. Okay, and then on week two, we talk about what do we do now? As we wait for our future hope, we participate in a church community. We grow with other people who are also waiting no, sa pagbabalik ng Panginoong Jesus. That's what you do. And then on, in, on week three, that, that was last week, as we wait for our future hope, we stand firm because there will be many trials, tribulations, and temptations. We need to be stand firm. Remember last Sunday, how to stand firm? Not just like this, di ba? This one, di ba? be in guarding position because the enemy is always there trying to attack us. So we need to, be, we need to be in a guarding position, praying to the Lord, submitting to the Holy Spirit, listening to the Holy Spirit, no? relying on His power. And then, of course, we do this until Jesus returns. Now, today, another interesting topic ang ating pag-uusapan. Ready na ba kayo? Okay, we're going to be talking about living to please God. As we wait for our future hope, what do we do now? We live to please the Lord. Okay? Are you ready to please the Lord? Ready na ba kayo? May please si Lord? Why don't we all stand up? Okay? Dito sa mga nasa on-site, sa mga online naman, pwede naman kayo nakaupo lang, pero kung wala namang tao dyan sa bahay nyo, why don't you stand up na rin, no? Kasi baka lang doon sa mga may kasama sa bahay na hindi pa kristyano, sabi nila, ano ba yung baliw? Tumatayo na lang. Okay? Okay. Pero kung okay naman, please join us in reverence to God's word. And let's read our passage. I have decided to just, um, we're covering the entire chapter 4, but we will just be reading for the sake of time. We'll just be reading just the verse 1, okay? Which actually um, will be the concentration 
or that, uh, of the theme of our preaching this morning. It says here in Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 1. I'm going to be reading first in English, and then after that, nilagyan ko ng Pinoy version. Okay ba yun? Basahin natin mga sa Pinoy version. It says here, Finally then, brothers and sisters, we ask and urge you in the Lord Jesus, that as you receive from us how you ought to walk and to please God. Everybody say, please God. Please God. Just as you are doing, so ginagawa naman pala nila, that you do so more and more. Sabi ni Paul, alam niyo, good job kayo ah. Kita ko, pini-please nyo si Lord. Namumuhay kayo na pini-please nyo si Lord. Gawin nyo pa yan. Gawin nyo pa yan. Pagpatuloy nyo yung gawain yan. In Tagalog, in Pinoy version, ang sabi dito, sa ating Pinoy version, finally, ba? Finally, ba? Social to ah. Finally. <laughs> Wala nga, mahirap nga naman Tagalogin ng finally, di ba? So, finally, mga kapatid, meron kaming request at ipaki usap sa inyo, ipapakiusap sa inyo bilang representatives ng Panginoong Jesus na tutunan nyo sa amin kung papaano kayo dapat mamuhay para mapasaya nyo ang Diyos. Wow! I love the translation. Mapasaya nyo ang Diyos. At yun nga ang ginagawa nyo. Pinapasaya nyo si Lord. Kaya sige, pagbutihan nyo pa yan. Wow! So, pinapasayan nyo ba si Lord? Nasisiyahan ba sa, bu- sa inyo si Lord, yung buhay ninyo? Pag nakita kayo, nasisiyahan ba si Lord o naiinis si Lord o nagigrieve ang Holy Spirit? That's the question. No? Let's pray. Manalangin tayo. Panginoon, thank you Lord for your word. Your word is powerful. Kahit hindi pa ako mag-preach, yung salita mo pag binasa, pwedeng mangusap sa puso ng mga tao. And that's my prayer. That even I, even before I preach your word, expound and explain it, pray God that you will already minister to the people. Prepare their hearts right now as they receive the preaching of the word. Your word, Lord God. Lord, I pray that you alone will be glorified in this preaching, that people will listen to your word, Lord God, and they will apply it and it will change them forever. Lord, I want to pray as well for our people here who are probably in a difficult situation right now, online and on-site. Maybe some of you, you are sick or maybe your loved ones are sick. Let's pray. Let's just take this time in praying. Lord, I pray for them that you heal them in the name of Jesus. Even right now, as I am praying, God, in the name of Jesus, I speak healing for those people who are sick. And I pray as well for those of of us, Lord God, who are struggling with finances, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, provide for them. Today, Lord God, I even pray, God, that today they will receive that need, uh, that money that they need, Lord God. Salamat, Panginoon. And Lord, I pray sa mga nag-aaway sa pamilya ngayon, nag-aaway kaninang umaga, pagising, I pray, God, na pagbatiin mo na po sila. Salamat, Panginoon. Handa na po kami makinig sa iyong salita. Sa pangalan ni Jesus, all God's people, all and on site, say Amen. Amen. Palapakan natin si Lord. Praise God. Please be seated. The title of our preaching for today is very simple. Live to please God, not people. Okay? Live to please God. Mamuhay po tayo na ang nating goal ay mapasaya ang Diyos at hindi ang tao. Okay? Yan po ang ating, o ang ating sarili. Now, when I say tao, ibang tao, at ang ating sarili. No? Unless na hindi ka tao. Lahat naman tayo tao, di ba? So, sino bang pinapasaya mo? Yan ang tanong. Sa iyong bang buhay, ano bang goal mo? Sino bang pinapasaya mo? Pinapasaya mo ba ang Diyos na lumikha sa iyo? Are you pleasing men? Are you pleasing people? Are you pleasing yourself? Yung nga ginagawa mo, para lang ba yun sa ikakasaya mo? Para lang ba yun sa iyong kaligayahan? Ang pinakikinggan mo lang ba yung puso mo? ba? O ang mas, mas, mas goal mo sa buhay kung ano yung sinasabi ng Diyos at yun ang gagawin mo sapagkat yun ang nagpapasaya sa Panginoon. So, Sino pinapasaya mo? Sino pini-please mo? Sarili mo o ibang tao ang Diyos? So, yan po ang basic question that we want to answer this morning in our preaching. You know, in any kind of relationships, may it be romantic relationships, sa, mag, sa relationship ng mag-boyfriend or girlfriend o mag-asawa, or may it be in a uh, brother or brotherly or sisterly relationship, di ba, sa mga mag-best friends, BFFs, uh, at o sa mga relationships like... Um, sa trabaho o sa mga sa isang grupo ng tao, sa mga victory groups, sa mga lahat ng relationships, okay? Name it. Sa lahat ng relationships, alam nyo po ang napakahalaga. It should be clear sa inyo kung uh, 
kung sino ba ang piniplease mo. Okay? Kasi may tendency tayo na i-please yung ibang tao o yung ating sarili. Sino ba ang piniplease natin? Kasi magkakaproblema kapag hindi klaro yan. Kapag hindi ang Diyos ang piniplease mo. Kasi you know what will happen in that relationship? For example, if, if your goal is just to please yourself, so kunyari sa romantic relationship, so kapag hindi mo na nararamdaman yung love dun sa partner mo, anong gagawin mo? Aalis ka na. Diba? Sounds familiar? Ay, hindi nyo alam yung balita. Diba? Pag nar- wala na akong nararamdaman sa'yo. So, diba? Kailangan may mararamdaman ako, kailangan masaya ako. Pag di na ako masaya, ayoko na sa'yo, alis na ako. Kahit meron pa tayong mga anak. Are you getting this? See? The implication of that? If, if it's not clear to you kung sino ang piniplease mo sa buhay mo. Maraming tao ang piniplease nila, yung sarili nila. Kaya kung anong nararamdaman lang nila, yun ang mahalaga. It doesn't matter kung yan ang kagustuhan ng Diyos, yan ang sinasabi ng Diyos, o yan ang magpapasaya, o magpapaligaya sa Diyos, o mag-honor sa Diyos, they will follow yung kanilang nararamdaman, yung kanilang sarili. Why? Because for them, ang dapat ma-please, ang pini-please nila ay yung kanilang sarili. That's why sa lahat ng relationship, maganda klaro yan. Walang magiging healthy na relationship, walang forever, kapag hindi ang Diyos ang ultimately pini-please. Pag tao ang pini-please, pag sarili ang pini-please, hindi forever yon. Okay? Temporary yon. Kaya huwag kang masiyahan kapag sinabi ng spouse mo, ng, ka, ng isang kaibigan mo, ng, na alam mo, ikaw ang aking mundo. Huwag kang masiyahan. Huwag lumaki ang ulo mo. Ngayon, ikaw ang kanyang mundo. Later on, pag nakakita siya ng mas bata, hindi na ikaw ang kanyang mundo. Kapag nakakita siya ng kaibigan na mas naiintindihan siya sa kanyang pinagdadaanan, hindi na ikaw ang kanyang mundo. Masiyahang ka kapag lumalabas sa bibig niya, Diyos ang aking mundo. Diyos ang aking mahal. Mas mahal ko ang Diyos kesa sa'yo. Mahal kita dahil sa pag-ibig ng Diyos na nagpo-flow sa'kin. Pero mas mahal ko ang Diyos. Mas masiyahan ka, mas maging secure ka. Because anything that is motivated, that the, the, the goal is to please the self and ikaw, yung, ikaw, yung tao, then may danger po doon. Naintindihan mo natin. So basically, yan po ang nice nating tingnan dito. Mga tao, uh, tandaan po natin, minsan, yung sarili natin, yung ating ginogol na i-please. Kung minsan naman, yun nga, yung ibang tao, pero eto dapat ultimately, ang pini-please natin. I'm not saying you don't please other people. I'm not saying you stop pleasing yourself as well or doing things that you like. I'm not saying that. But what I'm trying to say here is ultimately, okay? Ultimately. Ano, ano ba kayo? Kumakain ako ng sinigang na Bible kasi paborito ko yung sinigang. Okay? Kahit ano, sinigang na salmon, sinig- paborito ko yon. So, pini-please ko din sarili ko. But ultimately, pag dumating sa point na gagawin mo ba yan, eto o eto, ang pipiliin ko ultimately ang Panginoon. Though I will be honest with you as a human being, uh, as a person who needs Jesus Christ as well, at times, bumibigay din tayo. No? At times, pinipili natin i-please ang ating sarili, i-please ang ibang tao kesa ang Diyos. Kaya napakahalagang topic nito. Sapagkat lahat tayo dito, kahit ako mismo, I, I, I fall into that temptation of pleasing myself or pleasing other people rather than God. You know, living to please God should be the desire of all believers. Do you believe that? Lahat ng believers nagsasabing naniniwala sa Diyos, dapat their goal in life should be pleasing God. Pag ikaw ay believer na, hindi na sarili mo ang piniplease mo. Hindi na ibang tao ang piniplease mo. Kung hindi, ang Diyos na ang piniplease mo. All believers should be living to please God. Na, makikita natin to sa Bible. In Ephesians 5, chapter 8, verse 10, sabi dito, Walk as children of light and try to discern what is what? Pleasing to? To the self? To other people? No. To? To the Lord. In Colossians, sabi ni Paul again, Children, okay, obey your parents so that you can please your parents? No. Partly, yes. Okay, but ultimately, why do you obey your parents? Ultimately, why do you obey your parents? You teach that to your children. Yes, you, can, you are pleasing me when you, you're obeying me. Sinasabi ka sa mga anak ko. But ultimately, you're doing it for the pleasure of the Lord. To please the Lord because it pleases the Lord. Bakit mo ginagawa yan? Bakit mo ino-honor yung parents mo? Iniwanan kayo. 
Because it pleases the Lord. Pati no-honor mo pa yan, walang kwenta yung magulang mo. Because it pleases the Lord. There are times that you will have to do it, not because of your parents, not because of you, but it pleases the Lord. Because it pleases the Lord. Kasi yun ang tama. Kapag ginagawa mo yung tama, wala kang problema. Huwag mo nang intindihin. Naku, aabusihin yung kabaitan ko. Hindi mo na problema yun. Problema na niya yun sa Diyos. But if you choose to please the Lord, the Lord will honor you. Okay? And sabi dito, in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 and 3, I urge, ang ginawa ko po kasi, hindi lang ako nag-focus sa Thessalonians. So, babalik-balik tayo. Thessalonians, buong Bible. Thessalonians, buong Bible. Para makita nyo kung anong ibig sabihin ng pleasing the Lord sa Bible. I urge the supplications, prayers, intercessions, prayer. Yung ginagawa natin every day, every single moment of the day. Are you praying? Are you praying? Among you here, you're, here, you're praying. I hope you are praying. You're talking to God. It pleases the Lord. Because it pleases the Lord. It pleases the Lord when you pray. Yung ginagawa natin Thursday, Thursday after Thursday, every night as a group, as a church, we're praying, we're interceding, it pleases the Lord. It is pleasing in the sight of God, our Savior. It is in the Bible. It's a common theme in the Bible. Living to please God should be, again, the desires of all the believers. Now, mukhang hindi yata nalagay yung mga dapat malagay dito, pero ito po. There are... Uh, there are things po, no, that pleases the Lord. Okay? Alam niyo po ba yun? There are things that pleases the Lord. May mga bagay po na nakaka-please sa Panginoon. Alkilala niyo ba si Enoch sa Bible, sa Old Testament? Let's look at the Old Testament. Si Enoch, siya yung isang, I think, kaisa-isang tao, no? Kaisa-isang tao na kung saan hindi nakaranas ng kamatayan. Sapagat siya'y kinuha na lamang ng Diyos. Sino sa inyo gusto niyo ganun? Kukunin ka lang ni Lord. Taas ang kamay. Walang may gusto. Someday, no? But actually, si Enoch, yung nangyari kay Enoch, will happen to those who will be uh, still, if you're still here, if you're here on earth when Jesus returns, yung nangyari kay Enoch, mangyayari sa atin. Do you realize that? You will be taken away, taken, uh, you will be, uh, you will be brought to heaven without experiencing death, physical death. So, hindi naman yan bago. So, nangyari na yan kay Enoch. And the, interestingly, sa buhay ni Enoch, okay, sabi dito, Enoch was taken up. God had taken him. Bef- hindi po siya kinidnap. Okay? Kaya sabi ng Bible, God had taken him. Baka kasi yung mga ibang sabihin nila, may kumidnap sa kanya, kaya siya nawala. Hindi. God had taken him. Before he was taken, he was commended as having pleases God. Sa mga mundane things, alam niyo ba yung mundane things? The mundane things like ordinary things, everyday things. He was just faithful. Siguro pag gising niya ng umaga, ginagawa niya yung household church na. That's mundane, no? Yung mga dapat nang gawin. Mga simpleng bagay. He was just faithful. And it pleases the Lord. When you are faithful in the mundane things, it pleases the Lord. When you're doing your job in the midst of the pandemic, in the midst of working from home, God is pleased. Do you know that? When you are watching Netflix where you're supposed to be doing your work, God is not pleased. Because that is dishonesty. Okay, but you, if you are honest, you are faithful in the mundane things, God is pleased. Hindi ito magpapadala sa'yo sa langit, okay? Si Jesus ang magpapadala sa'yo sa langit. Pero na, ang buhay mo ngayon, na kay Kristo ka na, i-please si Lord. Hindi para maligtas. Kung hindi, siya na yung Diyos mo eh. Siya na yung master mo. Siya na yung pinaglilingkuran mo. Parang yung aso kong si Diego, ako yung master niya. So kung gusto niya akong ma-please, bibigyan ko siya ng masasarap na pagkain, dapat behave siya. Tama? Kasi ako na yung master niya eh. Ganon din naman tayo sa mundo. No? Not for our salvation. Solomon's generous offerings pleases the Lord. Isa lang ang nire-require. God only requires one bull to be offered to Him during the time of Solomon. But you know what Solomon did? Solomon offered 1,000 bulls. God was just requiring one bull. Imagine that. But for him, I want to please the Lord. I want to honor the Lord with my wealth. So instead of just giving one, he decided to give 1,000 bulls and burn it before the Lord as an offering. Solomon offered 1,000 burnt offerings. The Lord appeared to Solomon and God said, Anong sabi ni God? Anong gusto mo, anak? Elmer, anong gusto mo? 1,000 bulls binigay mo sa akin eh. Napaka-generous mo sa akin. Ino-honor mo ako. 
Naniniwala ka lahat ng bagay galing sa akin kaya wala kang wala kang pakialam kung ibigay mo lahat ng lahat ng merong kambul. Ngayon Elmer dahil ganyan ka, anong gusto mo Elmer? 2000 bulls, anong gusto mo? Sige, pakiko mo nga yung susi ko. Lord, napasubo ako doon. <laughs> si Lord, kay Lord ka manghingi. <laughs> See, there are things that pleases the Lord. Tama? When we are faithful in mundane things, God please, that, that pleases the Lord. When we are offering, wala po tayong panahon para sabihin ko sa inyo lahat ng mga nagpi-please kay Lord. Basically, lahat ng magagandang bagay, honoring sa Panginoon, nagpi-please sa Kanya. But this, these are just, you know, one of the f- examples that we can see in the Scripture. Now, there are also things that displeases the Lord. Kung may, nag- di- may nagpi-please sa Kanya, may mga bagay din na nagdi-displease sa Panginoon. Siyempre, di ba? Ano ba yon? An example is this. David's adultery displeased God. Adultery, unfaithfulness, napaka-ingay niyan ngayon sa social media. And I want to address that. That displeases the Lord. When you follow your heart, which according to the Bible is the most deceitful, do you know that? The Bible says the most deceitful is the heart. Why? Because we're evil in nature because of our sins. And if you follow your heart, your feelings, kung susundin ko lang po yung feelings ko, matagal na po akong di pastor. Matagal na akong di ni Christ. Kung gugustuhin ko lang yung feelings ko, matagal na po kami hiwalay ng asawa ko. Kung gugustuhin kung susundin ko lang po yung feelings ko, matagal ko na po iniwanan yung mga anak ko, pinabayaan ko na sila. Nagulat kayo? Yes, I'm evil. You are evil. We are evil. We need Jesus. You will have those moments. You will have those temptations. But you will have to fight it. And you're not alone. You can be victorious because you have Jesus now in your life. And this displeases God. Sa mundo na ito na kung saan parang okay yung pag-iiwan lang sa, isong, sa iyong asawa, I want to address that. No. It displeases God. Lalo na, third party. Sabi dito, 2 Samuel 11.27 And when the morning was over, David sent and brought her to his house. Sino yung her? See? Bathsheba, ang babaeng mahiling baligo, okay? Si Bathsheba. Ang sabi dito, David sent and brought her to his house. Inuwi. Inuwi yung asawa ng iba. Alam nyo ba kung kaninong asawa yan? Sa kanyang best friend. Do you know that best friend niya si Uriah? Uriah was one of those mighty men of David who were willing to risk their lives for David. Remember in the, in the cave of uh, Abdulam? Tama ba ako? Abdulam, Yes. Okay? They, they risked their lives for David just to, sabi ni David, na uuhaw ako. Yung mga sila, Uriah, pumunta doon sa camp ng enemy, nadudong kasi yung tubig, <coughs> kinuha na nila ng tubig si David. They were willing to die for David, but later on, the sinfulness of man, see? He actually took Bathsheba, the wife of his best friend, Uriah, and even murdered him. At dito nung inuwi niya, dahil patay na si Uriah, inuwi niya, anong sabi ng Bible? But the thing that David had done displeased the Lord. That displeased God, no? Israel's offerings displeased God as well. In Malachi 1.10, you offer blind animals in sacrifice and you offer those that are lame or sick. Present that to your governor. Subukan niyo i-present sa gobernador kung hindi itapo niya sa mga mukha niyo. Parang ganun yung sinasabi dito, di ba? Si God nagsasalita. Sabi niya dito, present that to your governor, will he accept you or show you favor? I have no pleasure in you, says the Lord of hosts. I will not accept an offering from your hand. Tira-tira, bibigay mo sa akin, sa'yo na lang yan. Why? Hindi ko kailangan yan in the first place. The reason why I'm asking you to give your tithes and offerings, your offering to the Lord, so that you would remember that everything belongs to me, that you are so blessed. Whenever you give, you are being reminded that it's not yours. It, it is from God. That He's so generous, so good to you. That's why meron mga nagbagay na nagpapadisplease sa Diyos. It's not a simple thing. Bible says as well, there'll be a time when some people will please themselves rather than God. Darating daw ang panahon, maraming taong magiging ganyan. They will please themselves. Sabi dito, in the last days, people will be lovers of self rather than lovers of God. You know why there is corruption? Because of this. Those are ones of, one of the signs. Corrupt people are lovers of themselves because they only think of themselves 
of their family. Sometimes many corrupt people, they do it for their family. Seemingly good intention, right? Family. But actually, wrong. Lovers of themselves, of family only. Now the question is this. Okay, nakita na natin sa Bible. May nagpapadisplease kay God. Mayroong gusto lang Panginoon, i-please natin siya. Now the question, is, of course, is this. How can we then now please the Lord? Are you ready? Okay, very simple po yung ating i-share sa inyo. Unang-una, okay, tinignan ko yung buong Bible, sabi ko, ano ba ang general theme? No? Tingnan ko, kinategorize ko, at ito po yung nakita kong category. I'm doing a, a paper now, no? and yung mga gumagawa ng papel dito, di ba? Meron yung part ng uh, analyzing data is you categorize. When you have data, interviews, you categorize, and out of that, makakamag ko na mga themes. So basically, that's what the approach I did here. And when I look at the entire Bible, this is what I can see. The themes when it comes to uh, pleasing the Lord. The first one is this. When we put our faith in God, in Jesus, that pleases the Lord. That's how you please the Lord. You want to please God? Put your faith in God. That's, that's, that's the beginning of pleasing the Lord. You don't please the Lord by doing your good works. No, you, it starts with putting your faith in God. Kaya nga, di ba, ang salvation, di ba? Salvation begins not in good works, but in putting your faith in God, that He exists. Putting your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, not worrying, not grumbling, di ba? Sabi, ng, sabi, na, sabi dun sa text natin, Brothers, we ask and urge you in the Lord Jesus. What's the context? They are to please the Lord. After that, they are to please the Lord. Diba? They were pleasing the Lord. They, it, they were recognized for pleasing the Lord. Pero the context of that, they were pleasing the Lord because they are in the Lord Jesus Christ. They have a relationship with Jesus. That's how it starts. Pleasing the Lord starts with having a relationship with Jesus by putting your faith in the finished work of Jesus at the cross. That is the beginning of pleasing the Lord. You cannot please the Lord what, kahit anong gawin mo kung walang paglagay ng pananampalatay sa Diyos sapagkat may kaduda-duda yung ginagawa mo kasi, di ba, maaaring ginagawa mo yun to please yourself para masave ka. Pero the beginning of pleasing the Lord is you put your faith in Jesus so that everything then now you will do is for Him because you have put already your faith in Him. You're not doing good things for your salvation, for yourself. You're not doing to please yourself, to benefit yourself but you're doing it first and foremost sa Panginoon. Are we getting this? And sabi niya dito, and without faith, it is impossible. It is impossible. Everybody say impossible. It is impossible. Type natin sa comment section, impossible. Without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that He exists. That's the beginning. You must recognize that there is God. You are displeasing God when you don't believe in God. When you think that you are better than God. When you think that you are smarter than God, then that, is, that displeases God. What, but it pleases the Lord when you believe that there is God, that you believe in Him, that He exists, that He rewards those who seek Him. Ano ibig sabihin yan? When you are trusting Him, when you are not worrying, kasi alam mo that this God is the God who rewards His people, the God who is generous, the God who is kind. So why are you worrying for your needs? Diba sa Bible, galit na galit si Jesus, ah, si God, the Father sa Israelites, a lot of times, ang daming beses, muntik na niyang patayin kagad yung mga Israel. Hindi na dapat aabot na matagal eh, yung buhay nila eh. Because of grumbling, because of nag-worry sila. Nag, nag, ano, ano ba to? Wala tayong kakainin. Buti pa yung buhay natin sa Egypt. Puro roast beef doon. Dito wala. So, nagagalit si God. It displeases Him. So, that's the beginning. Put your faith in God. Okay? How can we please God? Do things for the glory of God. Yan. Kasi nasa kanya na yung faith, ginagay mo na yung faith mo, siyang Diyos mo, now, how, how can you please Him? Lahat ngayon ang gagawin mo, hindi para sa glory mo, kundi para sa glory ng Diyos. Kanina, bago ako makiap dito, sabi ko, Lord, <coughs> um, Lord, I don't know how to do it, pero Lord, help me, that whatever I do in the ministry, that it will not be about me. Seriously, that's my prayer, because I know the, the I know the danger of that eh. Kasi wala talaga, pag tumayo ka na, tapos salita pa ng Panginoon ng hawak mo, may power ka eh. And people can actually follow you. People can, can draw their attention to you. Kahit paano pang itsura mo. Okay? That's why we always have to be conscious that let our, the things that we do, that we do them for only for the glory of God. Lahat ng bagay. 
Dapat sa Panginoon lang. Lahat ng bagay ang napupupurihan, Diyos lamang. Diyos lang. Diyos lang, period. Diyos ang motivation, glory ng Panginoon. Ang sabi dito, Am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. Wow. You can't be a servant of Christ if you are pleasing man. You can only be a servant of God if you're pleasing God. Kaya nga, servant eh. Sino ba sinaserve ng servant? Hindi yung master niya. Sino ba yung master natin? Si God. Are you listening? Are you getting this? So dapat lahat ng ginagawa natin para sa glory, sa glory ng Panginoon. I love this verse. No soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits since his aim is to please the one who enlisted him. Yung mga soldier, alam nila, they're not supposed to do their thing. <laughs> ba? Yung trip nila, nasa gitna sila ng laban, I'm just gonna do my thing. No, you have a mission. You will have to check. What is the mission? Okay, to capture those guys. Alright, I'm gonna do that mission. Sapagkat siya'y in-enlist dahil sa dahilan na yun. At ganun din tayo. We were enlisted not to bring the glory to yourself, to steal the glory from God. We were enlisted in this life to give glory to God in everything that we do. Lahat ng gagawin natin, siya dapat ang nasusunod. Sabi dito, <clears throat> Finally then, brothers, we ask and urge you in the Lord Jesus, ito po yung nasa text natin, to walk and to please who? God. Ang Diyos po. We speak not to please man in another um, part of Thessalonians. Ang sabi dyan, we speak not to please man, but to please. Alam nyo kasi, kapag hindi Diyos ang pini-please, alam nyo pwedeng sino i-please? Tao. Eto, makinig kay Mayge. Napaka-popular din itong ngayon. Makakarinig kayo ng mga tao na ang kanilang pini-please ay tao. Ang kanilang faithfulness ay tao. Wala namang problema doon, may best friend din ako. Okay? May best friend din ako at loyal din ako sa kaibigan ko. Walang masama doon. Loyalty to a friend is something that the Bible teaches. But, ultimately, sino dapat ang sinusunod? Yung friend mo? Yung BFF mo? Sino? Diyos. Diyos. Yung gusto niya. Yung tama ang masusunod. Yan ang tinuturo ng Bible. Yung Diyos. Kaya i-check natin ang ating mga puso. Sine-check ko din yung puso ko. Nakanino ang loyalty ko? Nasa tao o nasa Diyos? Paano malalaman nasa Diyos? Kapag mali yung kaibigan mo o mali yung mahal mo sa buhay, anak mo, asawa mo, kaibigan mo, mali, hindi ka matatakot na sabihin sa kanila, mali yan. O kaya sabihin mo sa kanila, hindi kita susundin sa bagay na yan sapagkat mali yan. Sapagkat ang masusunod sa buhay ko, kung anong makakapag-please sa Panginoon. Are you getting this? In fact, even as a politician, so totoo lamang, yes, we are to please yung mga politicians, you are to please the people, the public, the people who voted for you. Tama yon. But ultimately, yung Diyos mo. Yung Diyos mo. ba? hindi lamang yung totoo sa politika, sa lahat ng bagay, meron yan. Marami ako nakikita, mas ang faithfulness nila nasa fraternity nila. Kahit mali yung fraternity, ba? nandoon ng faithfulness. Sino pini-please mo pag ganon? Eh di ang tao, hindi ang Diyos. Tama mali. Yun po yun. That's why this is very important because when you are starting to please others, okay, yourself and others, you will end up not pleasing the Lord. Because you cannot serve two masters, you can only serve one. Either you serve God or you deny Him. And you become faithful to your friend, to your loved ones, are we getting this? This is something spiritual, mga kapatid. This is spiritual, and this is what the Word of God says, and this is what pleases the Lord. How, we can, how can we please God? Ano yung una natin? You put your faith in God. And then you give, you, you do things that will glorify the Lord. How can we please God? Once again, pangatlo. Ito, magandang pag-usapan to. Nakita ko sa Bible yung mga passages na kung saan ginamit yung pleasing the Lord. It refers to putting your faith in God. It refers to doing things for the glory of God, not of for men. Meron pang pangatlo. Alam nyo ka, no? Ito. 
control the desires of your flesh. Yung mga passages na kung saan makikita mo yung pleasing the Lord, what pleases the Lord? When people control the flesh. You know why? In re- with regards to, in connection to eschatology, someday, one of the things that the Lord will actually glorify, ibig sabihin, hindi na magiging masama. Hindi na magdudulot ng kasamaan sa atin. Alam nyo kung ano yun? Ang ating, hindi lamang ang ating kaluluwa, ang ating spirito, kundi ang ating katawan. Someday the Lord will glorify it. Kaya nga kasama yan sa iaangat sa langit eh. And we will be, that body will be glorified. That body will no longer sick, become sick or will not die. Are, are, are you listening? Are you getting this? <laughs> and not only that, it will no longer sin. Hindi nagagawa ng kasalanan. Hindi ka na, hindi mo, wala ka nang mararamdaman na kung saan magdudulot sa iyo ng kasalanan. Kaya sabi ng, sabi ng Bible, habang tayo nasa lupa, habang tayo nagiintay sa pagbabalik ng Panginoon, that's one of the things that you should have, you should have control of. That's one of the things that you should be the master, the Lord should be the master in that, that flesh. The flesh is very important to control. It says here, this is the will of God. What is this? The will of God. Gusto ng Diyos. That you abstain from sexual immorality, that each one of you know how to, what? Control his own body in holiness and honor, not in the passion of lust like the Gentiles who do not know the Lord. You know the Lord. You know your future hope. Now, as you wait for that future hope, you control your flesh. You should have control over that. That will make, that will make the difference, no? That, that, that will make the difference compared to your life, compared to other people who do not know the Lord. For God has not called us for impurity, but in holiness. May bagong calling na tayo. Purity and holiness. Those who are in the flesh cannot, what? Cannot please God. Those who are still being controlled by the flesh. That's why one of the things that we need to learn to control is lust. Kasi nandito tayo sa mundo, no? Mag-drive ka lang sa EDSA, lalo na sa mga lalaki, mababangga ka pag di mo kinontrol yung flesh mo. Tama? You are still in this world and you will have temptations and that's why you'll have to be disciplined. Kaya nga, may mga kami sa, sa church, mga lalaki, may mga usapan yan, no? Ako, natutunan ko to, nung estudyante pa lang ako, yung bouncing the eyes. Alam niyo po ba yan? Yung pag may nakita, kasi mga lalaki kasi very visual po kami, no? So pag may nakita kami na hindi dapat, di ba, hindi ka dapat maglinger doon, because when you linger, you're gonna sin. So we bounce our eyes. We practice that. When you look at that, bounce the eye. May nakita ka na no, bounce the eye. Bounce the eye. Pag gumaganong-ganong yung mga lalaki, alam nyo na. No? But that's very practical, but that actually, that's very important for you to do. Because if you don't do that, you will not be able to control your flesh. They're saying, there's this description. I think this is applicable to men and women. Both to men and women. There's this, uh, I read this in, the bo- in a book. Sabi niya, this is how you, you control the flesh. You must starve, gutumin, you must starve the sumo wrestler in you. Dinescribe niya yung sexual sins, yung lust, as a sumo wrestler in you. Nasa loob ng katawan mo. Diba, nakakita na kayo ng sumo wrestler? Nakita niyo kung gano'ng kalaki katawan ko? Wala to. Isang pitik lang ako sa sumo wrestler. Kaya, sexy pa to sa sumo, compared sa sumo wrestler. No? <laughs> so, yung sumo wrestler, malaki-malaki yun. And the way you can actually defeat the sumo wrestler is by starving the sumo wrestler. Sa buka mo, hindi pa kainin ng sambuan yan. Mawawala yun, mga kapatid. But if you keep feeding the sumo wrestler in you, of course, di mo mapagtatagumpayin yun. If you keep feeding, you're, you're on Facebook, you're on your social media, sang katutak ngayon yan, mga kapatid. That's why if you have no control, boom, slinger ka, then that's gonna be a lifestyle. Do you know that nowadays, sabi ng research, mas malaki ang kinikita ng pornography kesa sa Facebook? Alam nyo ba yun? Mas nag-boom ngayong pandemic. Why? Because everyone is online. Everyone has time now. That's why this is a serious thing. We must control the flesh. And the sad thing, according to that research by Barna Group, is that the most, uh, the, the, the day that most people go online for porn is on, not on Monday, not on Tuesday, not on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, but on today. And maybe some of you, I hope not, 
that before watching or before joining us here, you have visited one. Serioso? Serious? How can we please God? You must control the flesh. That, that's part of it. When you look at the Bible, that's part of it. You put your faith, put your faith in Jesus, you do things for the glory of God, not of men, and you control the flesh. That's part of it. You want to please God, you control the flesh. Those who cannot control the flesh, the Bible says, cannot please God. And last is this, with wait with right attitude and understanding of Christ's return. Yung ano yung pag-intindi natin sa pagbabalik ng Diyos, this is more of theology of the eschatology. No? Our understanding of the eschatology. Kind of technical, but you know what? In the Bible, it's there. Okay? I have to include it. I have to be faithful. Kasi nung panahon nila, you have to at least understand, maybe this is not happening to us now, but nung panahon nila, I have to be faithful in the text, that it's there, it's an issue. Yung mga panahon na yan. Kasi may maling katuruan sa kanila tungkol sa eschatology. May maling katuruan na binigay sa kanila na nagkaroon ng effect. Sa so, tingin ko, mamaya, try kong i-apply ito sa panahon natin. Maaring hindi ganyan yung, yung application sa atin o yung issue natin. Pero I just want to mention this. In our text, dun sa binasa natin sa sulat ni Paul, may, may ina-address siyang maling katuruan tungkol sa eschatology o sa pagbabalik ng Panginoong Yesus. Dalawang klaseng katuruan yung tinuturo, yung maling katuruan. The first one is that some of them, some of some people were teaching na darating na si Lord, so magsaya na tayo. Alam mo yung ganon? Darating na siya bukas. Alam mo yung ganon? Yung, di ba marami kayo naririnig na ganon na darating siya sa December 31, 2021. So, ilang buwan na lang. Come on. Di ba? Magsaya na tayo. Uh, ano yun? Yung mag, mag, mag yolo na tayo. Parang ganon. So, kaya ang ginawa ng mga iba, di na nagtrabaho. Di na sila nagtrabaho. Darating na si Lord. Ano pang, ano pang saysay ng pagtatrabaho? So see, your, your right understanding of what's going to happen in the future is also important at one point. Yun ang naging effect sa kanila. Dahil mali ang kanilang pag-intindi sa future hope, and then hindi na sila nagtrabaho. Kaya sabi dito, we urge you brothers, hindi nyo maintindihan to kung hindi nyo alam historical background, we urge you brothers to work with your hands, be dependent on no one. Kasi iba hindi na nagtrabaho, tapos nakikikain na lang. Kaya sabi sa Thessalonians, yung mga hindi nagtatrabaho dyan, wag niyong pakainin. <laughs> yes, kasi ganun yung context. Maling understanding no? ng past, ah, ng future. And then there's another issue. Another issue is this. There were group of people naman who were teaching na, nako, hindi totoo yung babalik si Jesus. Hindi na babalik yun, hindi totoo yun. Kasi bakit? Tignan nyo, di ba may mga namatay tayong Brothers and sisters in the Lord, eh, nasa na sila ngayon. Nakuha ba sila? Nakita nyo ba? Nag-rapture yung katawan nila? Nasa na yung katawan nila ngayon? Are, are you understanding what I'm saying here? So, ganun yung, medyo, may point din, ha? Di ba? May point nga naman. Nasa na nga ba? Wala naman tayo nakitang nag-rapture. Anong sinasabi yung rapture? Wala. Kaya, Paul had to explain this. For some, talong dito, saan nakuha ni Paul yung explanation? Hindi naman niya namit si Jesus. Di ba? Naturo ba to ni Jesus sa kanila? This is where, the, where we trust that the Holy Spirit in the writing of the Scripture, makikita mo talaga, in-tune sila sa Panginoon. And dito, sinulat ng Panginoon, ng, ng, ng Paul, di Paul, but we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, but about those who are asleep, yung mga namatay na, that you may not grieve as others do we who have no hope. Kasi yung iba parang, Nasa na sila, namatay na, hindi totoo si Jesus. Nasa na sila, patay na sila. So, ganun po yung nangyari dito. Parang walang pag-asa. No, totoo ang Panginoon. Nung sinabi niya na balang araw, lahat tayo mapupunta sa langit, no? Kaya dapat may hope. Sabi dito, through Jesus, God will bring with Him those who have fallen asleep. Oh, dadalin. Although hindi pa niluwanag kung nasan sila ngayon. Kaya sabi ko kanina, mahirap ipaliwanag yun kasi wala naman talaga sa Bible. We can only guess. Purgatory, wala rin sinabi sa Bible yun. Kaya we cannot also say that. If they are somewhere, we don't know. But one thing is for sure, through Jesus, God will bring with Him those who have fallen asleep, then who are alive, pag inabutan tayo, buhay ka, ng pagbabalik ni Kristo, who are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Now, the order of things, sino mauna? Yung mga namatay o yung mga mabuhay? Sa tingin ko, logically speaking, yeah, yung mga nabatay muna siguro unahin, tapos yung mga mabubuhay, kasi nga parang, di ba, parang simbol yun ng last, tayo na yung last, eh, di ba? Alam naman unahin niya tayo, tapos sunod niya yung ano, pe, pwede rin naman, ma- kahit ano, it doesn't matter. 
The point is, marami kasing mga tao, divided sila, nag-e-split yung mga churches. Kaya sang katutakan denomination natin because of this. Pero ang gusto kong paunawa sa inyo, kahit anong paniniwala natin kung anong mauuna, yung mga namatay o nabuhay, ang, ano ba mangyayari? Mag-tribulation ba? Bago darating si Jesus o darating si Jesus, iaangat niyo yung mga believers, hindi na natin mararanasan yung tribulations. Whatever, ang turo ng Bible, one thing is very clear, Jesus would return for His people. That is our future hope. Are we getting this? Pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib, it doesn't matter. That's why tayo as a church, we don't focus on those things. What do we focus now? We preach the gospel. Why? There will be no people there if we're not going to preach the gospel. If we will just be reading the book of Tim Lahey on this, then we will just be stuck on reading books in studying these things. But ano mang mas mahalaga, magdala ng tao sa langit. Yun ang mahalaga. Dalin mo yung mga mahal mo sa buhay, i-preach mo. Mabuhay ka ng tama para pag nakita nila yung buhay mo, may Diyos. Buhay ang Diyos. Nagbabago ng buhay ang Diyos. Yun ang mahalaga. Pero kailangan ipaliwalag lang ni Paul sapagkat mayroong mga confusion sa church. Pero mapapansin mo ang naging emphasis niya, pleasing God. Not theology of eschatology, but pleasing the Lord. Are we getting this? I hope you're learning in the preaching, no? I hope you're learning in the preaching of God's Word. Yan, itsura ng sabi ng mga iba, ng rapture. Para naman nakakatakot yung mga picture, no? <coughs> Kasi yung ating pag-unawa sa, sa, ano, sa, sa spirito, nakakatakot. Yung ghost, nakakatakot, no? Sapagkat yung ghost na yan, ang mga nabubuhay dito na sinasabi, tinuro sa atin, they're not actually from the Bible because the Bible teaches that after death comes judgment. No, we're gonna be put in that place where we will wait for judgment or we will be judged right away. We don't know. But right after judgment, meaning our spirit will not be staying here. Alam nyo kung kaninong katuruan, nagtuturo ako ng world religion eh, alam nyo kaninong katuruan yung mga spirito na di dito pa? Spiriti, ano mga, ano yun? Spiritis, uh, what you call? Uh, may term doon, basta spirit, spirit religion or something, may, may, may right term for that. Alright? So hindi yun talaga sa Bible, hindi Christianity yun. It's actually a pagan thing. Now, as I end, may I call on the keyboardist? And then I want to, I want the worship team to prepare singing the, the song Testify. I love that. Okay? And then, let me, let me go back. It says here, okay, lahat tayo dapat pinipreace natin si Lord. Kasi may nagpipreace sa Lord, may nagdidisprease sa Kanya. Tama? How do we please God? Put your faith in Jesus. Not good works. That's the beginning. And then when you have put your faith in Jesus, now you, you live for His glory. You do things for the glory of God. Not Yung faithfulness mo, yung loyalty mo na sa tao. No. Pag mali, mali. Diyos ang masusunod. Tama ba? Mahalaga yan sa buhay natin, lalo na sa mga panahon na naiintindihan natin yan. Sana wala akong makita ng mga kristyano, no? Na kung saan, mas mahalaga pa yung nararamdaman natin sa puso kasi against tayo sa bawat isa. Wala akong pakilam kung kayo ay dilaw o pula o puti o yellow, violet, what, whatever, kung anong paniniwala nyo, irirespeto ko. Pero tandaan ninyo, magbasa tayo ng Bible, i-discern mo, manalangin ka sa Panginoon. Tama pa ba ang ginagawa? Ikaw ang bahala, hindi ako magsasabi sa iyo, I'm not a political person, I'm a pastor. I'm, my calling is to preach the Word of God. I'm sorry, but I'm called to preach the Word of God. Wala akong kakampihan. But I want to teach the people that God has given me to teach the Word of God. You please the Lord. It's up to you. Hindi kita kasabihan kung sinong gusto mong, sinong iboboto mo, sinong ano mo. Wala akong, bahala kayo, mag-discern kay, kay Lord. But I want you to pray and read the Bible. Sino please mo? Si God. Pag nakita mo, i-discern mo. Tama pa ba ito? Mali na yan. Si God ang tama. Ito yan. So kahit sino yan, kahit anong persuasion, si God ang masusunod. Tama. So you do for the glory of God. You control your flesh. That's part of it. Part yan ng teaching. Hindi natin pwedeng ignore yan. Mamuhay ka lang ng krisyano, pero you're into pornography. Cannot. You cannot live that kind of life. That displeases the Lord. Especially now that you are a believer. You must know that. And then of course, you know, we must have a right understanding of Christ's return. Yung mga gantong bagay. Sapagkat may effect yan. If you have a wrong understanding of the future, if you are into details of eschatology, you know what will, ha- you will happen? You're not gonna preach the word. You're not gonna make disciples. You're just gonna study, 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 study. See, that's why your right understanding of the future hope affects your life now. Jesus Himself lived to please God. I, want, I love this. In John 8.29, I always do the things that are pleasing to the Lord. Wow. 
Jesus himself, no? Live to please the Lord. What an example. Anak ng Diyos, goal sa buhay, i-please ang Ama. Tayo pa kaya. Tayong mga anak Kristo na, ganyan din dapat ang ating goal. To please the Lord, not men, never men, but to please God. To testify. Dapat yan ang nakikita ng tao sa ating buhay. Let me end with this story. This guy, uh, Mike Liddell, okay, was a, an Olympian no? in the 1950s. In Paris Olympics, no, he participated in the in the in the run race. No, uh, I think 100 meter dash. He was supposed to run for uh, compete in the 100 meter dash for gold. So nakaabot siya sa ganun level sa 100 meter category for gold and also sa 400 meters category uh, nagaganapin ng Monday pero yung 100 meters category gaganapin ng Sunday day of the Lord no eh he grew up kasi as is a son of a missionary so na in part sa kanya na plant sa buhay niya na yung value of Sunday yung value of the Lord's day eh ngayon magko-compete siya sa Olympics gold for gold Nang, sa 100 meter dash ng Sunday ngayon meron naman siyang option either uh, ha, uh, kunin niya yung 100 meter dash or yung 400 or both no? may option siya yung Monday naman meron pa 400 meter dash but you know what 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 uh, he did he decided because he believed that he he is to please the Lord kasi syempre yung mga countrymen yan diba? sayang yan siya ang champion actually sa 100 meter dash siya ang pinaka elite Sa 400, hindi. He was not that elite. He was not really that good. But in the 100 meter dash, most likely he's gonna win gold. But 400 meter, baka hindi. So, syempre, logically speaking, he's, he's, he should actually participate in the 100 meter dash. Kaya nga lang Sunday. So, they disobey niya si Lord, yung conviction niya. But you know what? What he did? He chose not to run or to compete on a Sunday simply because he believes that's the Lord's day. Wow! It's a conviction. It's the Lord's day. Kahit anong sabihin ng bansa niya, ng mga tao, magalit sa kanya, he is there, sabi niya, to please God and not men. So he did not compete on that day. And of course, hindi niya nakuha yung gold. And then he decided to compete on a Monday for the 400 meter dash na kung saan hindi naman siya malabo yung malabo siyang manalo. But you know what? God honored him. And he actually won the gold. And his story is now in the internet and we are now learning from that it is now inspiring us this man in, 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 in that area of his time at least chose to honor the Lord to please the Lord and not men and I hope that is our what we're gonna do as well I wanna close with this verse in 1 Samuel chapter 2 verse 13 I will honor those who honor me and I will despise those who think lightly of me. Do you think lightly of God? Do you live to please men? Do you live to please God? Or do you live to please God? I hope that you would choose to please the Lord. Live to please God. Put your faith in God. Do things for the glory of God. Control the desires of your flesh. And wait with the right attitude and understanding of Christ in there. In other words, live to please God, not men. Live to please God, not men. Did you get the message? Whoever will honor me, I will honor them. Whoever will choose not to honor me, will take me lightly, I will despise them. That's the word of God. I hope you have received the word of God. Why don't we all stand up? I want to pray for you and then after that, we're going to worship the Lord with that song. That's a powerful song. When we were singing that, it was a powerful song. And right now, just before we worship the Lord with that song, I want to pray for you and then after that, I'll be calling um, uh, Pastor Rodel, no? Uh, maybe Elmer, Elmer, can you do that later on? Uh, I would like to call Elmer to close us. And uh, why don't we, why, why don't we pray right now? I want to pray for you. Among you here, no, na you want to please the Lord. There's something in your life, in the area of your life right now. All eyes closed. There's an area of your life that you, you believe is not pleasing to the Lord right now. Marami na akong binanggit na example that this pleases the Lord. And you want to please the Lord. You want to please the Lord. Can you raise your hand? I want to pray for you right now, online and on-site. Raise your hand. God is seeing you right now. The Holy Spirit is with you in your room, in your living room right now. Lord, thank you for giving them that 
desire, conviction, like this athlete Lidell, Lord God, you have given him that desire, that conviction, Lord God, to please you rather than men. And Lord, I pray, God, that they will please you. Lord, I pray, Father, whoever is struggling with lust in controlling their flesh, that, Lord, you will empower them, Lord, to, that you would help them to overcome, to control that flesh, Lord God, that desire of the lust. Lord, in the name of Jesus, this is not from you. This is from the devil. This is the enemy's way of stealing, killing, and destroying us, Lord God. We may be thinking, God, that this is nothing. But Lord, you said in your word, the enemy steals, kills, and destroys. So Lord, right now, I pray, God, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, help them. Lord, I pray I speak against it, Lord God, among your people. They are supposed to please you in this area of their life. And I pray, God, that they will please you with this. Men or women are all guilty of this. So, Lord, I pray that you will be with them, God. Touch them right now. Even those who are online, in the rooms right now, in the name of Jesus, let that sin end now. Come on. End it now, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord. And also, Lord, I pray, Father, for those of them, God, who are, Lord, who are not, Lord, maraming eri ng boy na, they're worrying. This does doesn't please you, Lord. So I pray, God, that you will remove that as well. I pray, Father, for against the spirit of worry. I pray against the spirit of, of, of grumbling, Lord God, of complaining, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord. And I pray, God, that they will, we will all have a healthy understanding of, of what will happen in the future, Lord. I pray, God, that we will all work hard, we'll be faithful in the mundane things, that we will be faithful, Lord God, in what you have called us in this season of our lives, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. Let our lives be a testimony, a testimony of your goodness, of your faithfulness in our lives. In Jesus' name, we pray. All God's people say.